Live on the Saints Sports Network, it's Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at pennstatehealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn, where there's always something new with the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Ryan Lineweaver and Nate Govan. Well, good evening and welcome from Twin Valley High School in beautiful Morgantown, Pennsylvania, depending, I guess, what part of Berks County you're coming from, whether you consider it beautiful or not. But uh, the rain and slush has subsided from yesterday, which means that we have boys basketball action here tonight. Sorry to the girls. We will catch you on the flip side, find another game for you. Um, but too, uh, too tempting to pass up a Section 2 opener here between Berks Catholic and the Twin Valley Raiders. So, of course, I'm Ryan Lineweaver. Beside me is Nate Govan and, you know, Berks Catholic right now winding their way through a 2-0 record coming off a 47-40 victory uh, in the last game that we called last Friday. And then they took on the Cedar Crest Falcons and won that one much more handily, a 27-point victory, ending up finding a 65-38 win for win number two. And like I said, usually... I'm used to football. I'm used to even just a normal basketball schedule where you get an awful lot of non-conference opponents to start. But here we are. Here we are. Section two. And we get to uh, to work here tonight on the road against the uh, the Raiders of Twin Valley. Looking forward to this great game tonight. Uh, the kids look like they're, they're ready to go. They're antsy. Uh, getting, getting through the JV game at this point in time. And should be a great night of basketball for our listeners out there. A very slow end to this JV game, by the way. <laughs> 25 combined fouls. Wow. Tick, tick, <laughs> up, tick. Up on the board. And uh, we've been waiting for this to, to end for what seems like forever. Currently, Berks uh, Catholic up 52-46 with just a tick under 14 seconds remaining if you're uh, looking for the JV score. But, yeah, Berks Catholic coming in 2-0. Obviously, we know who they're all led by, and Twin Valley kind of slumping in here. They have three losses in three games. Tough. As they are struggling to find a, a victory here to start the season. It's going to be awfully tough here tonight, too. Yeah, uh, they got a tough road ahead of them here. And they have a stretch here of three games in uh, basically five days as they play uh, tonight. They play tomorrow at Ole Valley, and then they play Tuesday against Wilson, and what will be a very difficult matchup for them as well. But again, three losses on the docket for them. They lost to Middletown on the road by 11. They lost to Penn Manor in a uh, shootout, 75-56, and then they also lost to Owen J. Roberts, you know, traveling right down the road here into uh, lower Pottsgrove, and they're uh, unable to finish the job there, uh, only putting up 34 points in a 12-point loss. Yeah, that's tough. When you only put 34 points on the board, it's hard to get victories out there. So hopefully, you know, they are going through some of these growing pains and can continue to get through them this evening and just put up a, a respectable uh, output out here. Look good for, for the fans, for the family members. Yeah, so right now we're sitting here, sitting pretty at 2-0, looking to start the uh, the section schedule. Right now, uh, Berks Catholic not led by who you would naturally suspect. Jack Miller, their leading scorer through two games of the season, 12 mm -hmm. points to his credit. Six of those uh, nine field goals, by the way, from beyond the arc. And then you have Parker Nine uh, throwing up nine points a game, and J.J. Jordan, who you would suspect will break out at some point here. Uh, 
currently at 8.5 points per game. You have Josh McCoy at 8, Kevin Lawler at 7.5, Ryan Cook, a slow start for him as well with just 5.5, and, and then uh, your boy Kingston McCoy. My man. At uh, three points per game. <laughs> and then a handful of guys, Jackson Gedio with one, uh, Kamara with one, and Devin Garcia seeing time in one game, uh, which would have been the Cedar Crest game late, uh, putting in his first bucket of the season as well. Now that that uh, performance by Parker Nine was just, I don't want to call it unexpected, but he came out of nowhere with that nine-point effort, and he got hot just at the right time. And you can't really... Uh, you can't underestimate the value of that, of a player being able to come out and deliver the way he delivered the other week. So uh, let's see what he gives us tonight. Two points off his career high was the uh, the dozen points that he put up against Allentown Central Catholic. Again, uh, coming off the bench, doing extraordinarily well, hitting two surprise threes, two of two at the line, four field goals in total. Uh, he had six points, both of them from beyond the arc against Cedar Crest the next day. And then... You get almost a full week of rest before you jump back into the uh, schedule here. So the Saints will be well-rested for tonight. Uh, coming up against, once again, Twin Valley. And Twin Valley, like I said, kind of uh, hard luck here. Not necessarily uh, anticipated to finish towards the top, mm -hmm. um, but they have one person on the mind, and uh, you have Cannon uh, Zadimel, who's at 18.3 points per game. He's wow. he's doing what he does. Josh Phillips at eight points. Luke Strausser at five. Evan Myers with 4.7. And then everybody else is below three points per game. Uh, so really just keying in on one player, and we'll uh, we'll see how the Saints decide to deal with him because I'm sure uh, you know everybody watching video is going to watch how Burke's Catholic in their first section game takes care of business here against Twin Valley. And furthermore... I'm curious to see how Twin Valley adjusts to how Brooks Catholic adjusts to their star player. Who else is going to take up the mantle this evening and get some buckets? Um, is, it, is it going to be a defensive effort, or, or is somebody else going to just show up with explosive offense? So it should be good to see. I think eventually we're going to get back to uh, what would seem to be a sense of normalcy mm -hmm. <laughs> at some point during this season, and no better time than tonight for uh, guys like Ryan Koch and Josiah Jordan, uh, you know, getting J.J. kind of off the schneid here to start the season, really, uh, you know, getting them into the thick of things here as we, uh, like I said, very surprising to enter Burke's play this early, but here we are at the beginning of December. Usually we won't get into the thick of it until January, but uh, like I said, here we are. And Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You can get a early uh, victory up on the board in section play and look to uh, to put it away early if you're the Saints. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Going to be a good one. About 12 minutes until they get underway here. Looking sharp in warm-ups. You know, what really has impressed me over the last couple of years as I've watched more and more high school basketball is the layup lines. A lot of these guys are dunking and doing all types of crazy things in the layup lines, and you really get to see some of the athletic ability as uh, Josiah Jordan almost throws down one in these layup lines. So it's, it's nice to look at. Certainly is. Like I said, uh, getting started here early and a fantastic time to, uh, like I said, finally have the uh, the poor weather subside and, and squeeze this one in. Tell me. So the, uh, the girls still playing tonight. They're playing Wilson. Wilson also played last night in the snow. Uh, Did so they? 
Yeah, they most certainly did. Wow. So we'll uh, have to keep an eye on the girls' game as well. I thought all of Berks County was shut down for all that sleep we had yesterday. Surprise. But I guess not. They were not. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm shocked right. by that one. Uh, as the kids say, ball is life. So let the kids play, I guess. Hopefully everybody made it to and fro safely. And good luck to the uh, Berks Catholic girls out hey, there at Wilson today. Like I said, we'll uh, we'll catch up with them later. Uh, whether it's uh, I know that senior night was a potential opportunity in uh, in February, and it was much easier to potentially reschedule a uh, you know currently calling seven girls games. So it was a lot easier to pick out another game on their schedule than it was to uh, reschedule the boys, uh, where we were calling eleven of the uh, the Saints Makes boys sense. basketball games this year. Correct, Ryan, and, and you know, you and I were looking at the schedule and saying we could this one, we could do that one, and we never actually decided which one it was, so. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped out. You probably had to do, I don't know, some work or something. You know, I do, I do work on occasion. Uh, today I did not. I actually took the day today. Uh, we had our West Reading Borough uh, Christmas party. Oh, nice. In, uh, in council chambers, had the gift exchange did the uh, the judging of the uh, the office Christmas uh, decorations? Did you tip a few? <laughs> I did not. Did you get we were, we were in Borough Hall, so no, there was no alcohol. There was alcohol <laughs> given out, but none okay. actually partaken. I failed to see what one thing has to do with the other. <laughs> <laughs> did you get anything good, Ryan? I did not participate in that. Oh, shame I, on uh, you. Yeah, well, you know, elected by, official by versus uh, now, you know, elected official. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. Uh, I'm there to support and uh, enjoy everyone's company, but not necessarily get involved <laughs> an awful lot. But, Understood. Uh, Understood. Yeah. No. But yeah, starting off against Twin Valley here tonight, and then you know they're back at it next Monday and Tuesday and Thursday, and you know they have quite the schedule coming up. They play Octorera at home next Monday evening. Then once again getting back into section play. I guess I'm just used to 2020, where we legitimately had like one game at the beginning of December and then literally had to scratch off every other game going into January. And we were just like, all right, well, I guess this is just how it happens. Ryan, 2020 was an absolute nightmare. I think <laughs> we had a total of like, just on the Exeter side, of like 23 changes to the wow. schedule. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm happy to be able to go through. <laughs> yeah, but we're, uh, like I said, they get a break with Octorera, and then they're right back into section play again next week, playing at Conrad Weiser, playing at Exeter. And some of those games, you know, obviously we'll have here. We'll have the uh, the boys' game on Monday. I'll be bringing the boys' game against Octorera, and then our uh, good friend from the Exeter Sports Network, Darren Ziner, will be bringing you the girls' game on the opposite channel as they are playing at Muhlenberg that night. And we just happened to decide, nah, let's split the difference and do both. Makes sense. And uh, the boys are closer for me. I'm in West Reading, so. And the girls are closer for Darren. And the girls are closer for Darren. So both of us getting uh, good games there. And then we'll obviously, uh, we'll call Tuesday night. We have Exeter boys then. Um, but then we have uh, Thursday night. We'll be back at it. We're not going to Wiser. But uh, Darren and I will be uh, splitting duties on Thursday night as we take care of uh, playing Exeter. Yep. 
Now in uh, Section 2 play as well as Berks Catholic dropping down from uh, from Section 1 and no longer needing to play Reading High twice a year, no longer needing to play Muhlenberg twice a year. Right. Getting a, a nice <laughs> reprieve from that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, instead getting to play Daniel Boone, Exeter, Conrad Weiser, and Twin Valley uh, twice on the schedule here in, uh, in Section 2. Meanwhile, Section 1, you got Wilson, Redding High, Muhlenberg, and Governor Mifflin all getting to duke it out. And those are some big guns out there, so um, I'm sure they'll appreciate that break. Yeah. So if you're Burke's Catholic, happy to be here in Section 2. Like I said, where you're getting started here tonight against Twin Valley. Should be a good one on the docket here as we get underway. About six and a half minutes left here in pregame shoot-around, and we will take a break, pay some love to our sponsors, and be back to announce starting lineups when we return here on the Exeters. Or yeah, let's try that again on the Saints Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. You're listening to the Saints Sports Network. Saints Sports Network, baby. That's it. Get it right. Did you like the live treatment there? Yeah, love that. Okay. Yeah, I was so busy <laughs> that's just today. Such a, that's just such a reflex for me to do Exeter. <laughs> Going back and forth. Last year, you know, I was at least doing Burke's Catholic all the time. It was football, basketball. This year, get Exeter. Now I have, you know, almost a dozen Exeter football games under my belt, and just natural reflex now to go back to the uh, Exeter Sports Network. Hey, listen, I got we'll an give idea. How about if I pinch you every time you do it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I need the uh, was it Deion Sanders that used to do like the rubber band treatment on his uh, on his wrist? It was somebody that used to do the uh, rubber, rubber bands band that whenever treatment. they do something bad on the court, they would snap the rubber band. To uh, to remind them not to uh, not to do that again. I'll have to find the uh, the answer to that. Yeah, I don't I think it was Michael Jordan. I, I swear it was Dion. Yeah, that, somebody can call in. Phones are open. Rubber bands a little bit. Uh, call Jerry's cell if you need to. I think Jordan was before the rubber band era. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, just about underway here in Morgantown is kind of a late start as Burke's Catholic JV coming away with a victory and. Like I said, a slow and meandering uh, fourth quarter there has turned into uh, fouling at both ends of the court. 
they did take their sweet time, but you know, let, let the boys get it in and do what they do. Burke's Catholic right now. Like I said, nobody is, uh, has played in league play yet. This is the uh, the opener all the way around. Not even in you know one, three, four. Mm. You know, this is the uh, this is it. Would have been last night, but again, snow kind of postponing things. But uh, as of right now, Daniel Boone uh, with three victories here. They've already played five games on their schedule, which is shocking. Is Jerry trying to uh, block his computer on its wonderful uh, you know lift here? as it sits high above the uh, the audio board. Got to protect the equipment. It's a, it's a financial investment, so <laughs> I don't blame you. The ball can hit you guys, not the equipment. There you go. Jerry, you almost look like a good offensive lineman out there protecting his quarterback. But Boone right now with three victories leading the, uh, leading the section. Hopefully that will, uh, will change after tonight. They are not playing... Uh, they were supposed to play last night at Conrad Weiser. I imagine that the that uh, game has gotten uh, rescheduled for tonight. Um, but yeah, they've they've split with uh, Pottsgrove, Pottstown, Tulpe, Wyo, and Garden Spot, alternating between wins and losses mm -hmm. going the entire way. But uh, they'll be playing Conrad Weiser tonight to open, and Exeter has the uh, has the evening off. They. Played last Saturday against Allentown Central Catholic, picking up a 13-point victory after uh, beating Cedar Crest the uh, day before as part of that uh, little quick Friday-Saturday tournament that they hosted out in Riften. And they will play at Daniel Boone on Tuesday and then take on, once again, Burks Catholic in a game that we'll bring to you. I would imagine Jerry might uh, – I don't know if you're putting it on both or just one or – I'm just putting it on one because it would require me to bring another computer and and ah. so the way we're going to do it is it's Darren fine. and Ryan. You're going to send the right link on social media. <laughs> Exeter Nanny will check in no matter what. Gotta <laughs> love that. Exeter Nanny. Can't wait to hear more of her. Barb RN will also check in. By the way, Barb, who is the, I believe, unofficial photographer for Burke's Catholic, was uh, not feeling well this week, and we send our best regards to Barb. Oh, get well, Barb. Get well. Barb, a uh, friend of the pod, if we were doing this as a podcast, which we're not. Just used to saying that. Taking a look at both here, uh, Burke's Catholic squarely after two games, right in the middle of the scoring average, right now Redding High blowing away the rest of Burke's. Almost yeah. 79 points per game, and... I mean, part of that's Ruben Rodriguez just being an absolute monster. But when uh, he put up <laughs> over, I, was it over 50? Over 40 for sure uh, in their last game as he just completely took over. And, you know, right now second in the, in Burks in scoring with 28.3 points per just game. amazing. But, I mean, yeah, to go out there and drop 28 points a game. How do you go out there and stop that? You, you know? get you get it an awful lot with the small schools. So you have it pulled up here that you have Drew Hoffman at High Point, mm -hmm. uh, who isn't really playing anyone. Uh, Aiden Wise at Alliance Christian, who really isn't playing anyone. Usually those kids will go out. Those are the kids that are dropping like six, seven goals per game in soccer <laughs> because they're playing, you know, uh, some rinky-dink academy that can barely field a team. Um, but to have Ruben Rodriguez doing 28.3 points per game, eight wow. threes. Wow. Uh, hitting 82% from the line. You know, he's doing fantastic things uh, for Redding High, and they're just blowing away right now. 
uh, at almost 79 points. But Burks Catholic coming in averaging 56 points per game, allowing just 39. Meanwhile, Twin Valley towards the bottom of, of Burks, currently only beating out Wyomissing, uh, who's averaging 42. Twin Valley at 43.3 points per game. Mm -hmm. uh, but Twin Valley also allowing uh, the, uh, let's try, try that again, also allowing the sixth most points per game at 57.3. There's a handful all with right Very within close. like <laughs> exactly. right within uh, two points uh, point two points of each other. Uh, but currently they are uh, last in Burks in scoring difference. Uh, currently losing all of their games, all three of them uh, by an average of 14 points per game. Just nine threes. That's second last in Burks County as well. Uh, trailing just why missing in that category who has just three. Uh, meanwhile, they've allowed 16, hitting uh, about 67% from the line, and their opponent's shooting about 72. And meanwhile, Burks Catholic averaging a 17-point margin of victory uh, with 16 threes, just allowing nine on their end and hitting 60% from the charity stripe and allowing 64.7. As we get into the starting lineup here, and here we go. if you... Uh, followed us uh, the first time around. It's not terribly different for the same five starters as our first game. And meanwhile, Kingston McCoy grabbing the start here as he saw an awful lot of time in that first game against Allentown Central wow. Catholic. And Freshman getting the start tonight. That's yeah, big he's going to get some Kingston burn McCoy. here. Big time. Well, we'll see what he contributes this evening. For him, I'm looking to see high-pressure defense, energy, and just, you know, Use his athletic ability and try not to make too many young freshman mistakes out there for McCoy. And just be the, the, the good assist man out there. Just be a helpmate to some of the, the senior leadership out there. And curious to see how that will mesh out and play out today. Should be good. So the starting lineup recently announced for Twin Valley. And we'll get back to that after the national anthem. Taking a look at Twin Valley's starting lineup. There should be some uh, familiar names if you've followed their uh, football team as well. But you have uh, old Josh Myers here starting as their uh, 
will likely be their point guard. Mm -hmm. As he is in there at number 10. And you have uh, number 24, Josh Phillips, a 6'1 senior guard. Meanwhile, you have number 33. He will be their power forward slash center standing at 6'2". Uh, that would be Ben Johnson. And you have number 35, Chase Shaneman, standing at 6'4", the tallest member of the Raider offense that they have to offer. And, of course, Cannon Zimmel, as we did find out how to say it, as their public address announcer, very enunciated. I enjoy every bit of that. Cannon Zimmel. Okay. Got it. Got Yo, it. Opening tip going to the Saints. Taken in by J.J. Jordan. Puts him in the spin cycle and gets two. That was quick. Very quick. Nice <laughs> spin move by Jordan with the left hand. 2-0, Burks Catholic, after about five seconds of play. J.J. Jordan going for the swipe and unable to grab it. And instead, I believe it was Johnson who finished that one. Good ball movement on the perimeter here. Swinging it. Jordan. Stops at the foul line, kicks it out. Three up on the way. That one's going to rim out. Taken in by Johnson. Or sorry, by Shaneman. Apologies. It's Kingston McCoy. Unable to finish from beyond the arc. I think we got Josh McCoy out there this time around. Certainly looks like it. A three up on the way, and down it goes for Zimmel. Well, got to get a hand that? in his face there. Got to get a hand out in his face. As Mark Jackson would say, hand down, man down. Jordan taking a screen from Ryan Cuck. Cuck standing, waiting. They'll kick it out. And finally into the waiting hands of Ryan Cuck. Jack Miller, a healthy three for him. Left short. Cuck grabbing the board here on the, well, it would be the near sideline for us as we're sitting here in the corner. And an offensive foul called as McCoy bowling over. Uh, Shaneman. Really impressed by this first. defense by Twin Valley right now. Moving their feet, their hands are up. High energy right now. Very high energy. So McCoy, his first personal, put it up on the board. 5-2 in favor of the Twin Valley Raiders. Zimmel moving around. They have McCoy chasing him around. Nate's going to stand here because we cannot see in the corner. Not to mention I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> Jack Miller with the swipe up ahead to J.J. Jordan in transition. Jordan, his second bucket, give him four. There's that attacking by Jordan, so we'll see if that sucks in the defense and allows his kick out. Twin Valley will swing it around the perimeter here. Is flashing up top, now working it over to the left side, to the waiting arms. A three up on the way, and... How about that? Sorry, that would be inside the arc there. You had a better look at it than I did. Yeah, standing up helped a little bit on that. See that, but great shot nonetheless. It's either Johnson or uh, Zimmel. Three up by Ryan Cook, no good. And put back attempt here by McCoy is good. There it is, McCoy using the uh, vertical, turning garbage into gold on that possession. There you go with the Mark Zoom off reference. <laughs> 5.15 remaining here in the first quarter as we're just cruising right along. They'll swing it around. Three up by Zimmel. Zimmel, that one too strong. Rebound by McCoy nice up ahead to Jordan. Jordan stops, pops, unable to finish from the elbow. 
Phillips will walk it up, working on Jordan. Jordan trying to swipe it, able to get it away to Johnson. Johnson working on Gedio. Back to Phillips, now up top to Myers. Twin Valley being patient with the offense right now, trying to find the good shot, high percentage shot. Nice backdoor cut and an even better swat by Ryan Cuck. Here they come, transition. Coming back the other way, yeah, Jackson Gedio taking it coast to coast here. And he'll go to the charity stripe, shooting two. Close score so far. Defense is, is what I'm saying. There's been some good shots put up, but the defense is, is the thing that sticks out the most right now. Seven to six in favor of the hometown Raiders as Gettio's first is rolling around and down to the bottom of the net. Jackson Gettio, one of the seniors out here for Burks Catholic, making it happen at the line. Looking to see him contribute a lot this evening. Out camp will check in. He'll take the place of Myers. Second by Gettio is good. Gettio two of two from the stripe. Burks Catholic taking their second lead of the game here. They have the quick points from J.J. Jordan to start, and now leading 8-7 with 4.15 remaining. Over to Zimmel. Zimmel, a hand in his face from McCoy. Now Zimmel working on the low block. Great vision by him, trying to find Johnson on the low block. They have to pull it back out. Shot up on the way, no good. McCoy the board. McCoy, big old Euro step, unable wow. to finish there. He had to work his way around Alcamp, who was literally camping out at the free throw line. He was, he was. It looked like he it was just, going to be good. He just stepped right around him. Oh, I'm soon going to need to switch places with Jerry here. A three up on the way by Zimmel. That one off to the left. Miller the board. Back come the Saints. Up by one, 323 remaining here in the first. Very limited stoppages here to start. Cuck driving in. He'll pull nice up shot. just inside the left elbow and gets his first bucket of the evening. 10-7 now. Saints on top. Burks Catholic picking up early in the backcourt here. Uh, just applying pressure on defense. Well, you like to see Ryan Cuck being aggressive. There's that ball scooting out of bounds. It'll belong to the Saints. As Jack Sugar will check in. And the first substitution for Burks Catholic is Kevin Lawler. Welcome to the game. Jordan will still handle Ball handling responsibilities as he walks it up the court, looking to break down his man, ends up driving out to the left, kick. Fired up by Koch from beyond the arc, no good, and we're gonna have a foul here on Lawler. Welcome to the game. <laughs> Looks like an over-the-back foul there. It most certainly is. His first team second. A three-point advantage here, 240 left to play in the first quarter. Saints going full court press here. They're able to get it in. And sprinting across the half court mark is Alcamp. Looking for a little backdoor cut. Unable to hang on was Phillips. 
Stolen back up Big ahead. Big time block. Cuck. I heard skin on skin there, but <laughs> ends up getting finished. Finished by McCoy. Finished by McCoy, his second. Twin Valley going to take a timeout here. So and one it, thing we're noticing is the, the speed, the up and well, down pressure. I'll get back to you because we have very little time to go to break. <laughs> so 2.07 remaining, 12.07, Burks Catholic on top. We'll let Nate talk when we come back here on the Saints Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back here in Morgantown, 157. As we had a couple seconds tick off here, Twin Valley underneath their own basket. They'll inbound to Zimmel. Now trying to get up to Alcamp, stripped away. Ryan Cuck in Big transition, time. slams it home for two. His nice. second bucket give him four, and Burks Catholic their largest lead now doubling up. Twin Valley, 14 to seven. Yeah, Nate, you're you're right. It's much better standing here, so I think I'm going to oh, yeah. join you. Much better, much better. And as I was saying before we headed into break, the pace of the game and the defensive tenacity is is just really starting working uh, into Burke's Catholic's favor here as they start to pull away a little bit. Seventeen to fourteen. Parker nine. Seven to fourteen. Parker nine checking in. He'll take the place of McCoy. Saints basketball here, as Kingston McCoy has also entered the contest. Jordan. And Cuck, the only remaining starters in for the Saints. Kingston McCoy out to Ryan Cuck. Cuck, another pull-up jumper. Down it goes. Ryan Cuck may as well just mark that as his spot. Put a little X right there, tape it down. His second bucket from that spot. He now has six, and Saints up on top 16-7. to seven. That one stripped away by Cuck. Cuck, three-on-one nice, in nice. transition. Gets it to Kingston McCoy, lays it up and in. And well, here we go. They're up and down the floor, Ryan. They're up and down the floor. Twin Valley going to take another timeout. We'll stay here. And Nate, whatever you were going to say before that last timeout, <laughs> uh, the floor is yours. Well, you know, again, the pressure defensively uh, creating transition buckets for Burks Catholic is really making a difference as we look at the score, 7 to 18 right now. And the young freshman, McCoy, getting on the board. Playing calm, cool, and patient. Gotta love it. Believe it or not, it was a 7-6 ball game. Just a couple minutes ago. A 12-0 run here from Burks Catholic has flipped the script on this one. 59.3 seconds remaining here in the first. How about that dunk by, by 11? Cuck. Ryan Cuck being aggressive oh, tonight. Man. We didn't see that an awful lot in the first game against Allentown Central Catholic. And when he scores, he can do so in bunches. So certainly flashing here tonight. I believe that he will uh, continue in college as well, going out to the western part of the state. I believe he's currently lined up for Pitt-Johnstown. But they will get a fantastic basketball player. You can shoot it from the outside. And as you can see tonight, 
Work in transition, pull up. Doing extraordinarily well. Twin Valley very lucky to hold on to possession here as looks like they're going to just hold for one. Clock ticking down inside, 12 seconds left. They will get it out to their main playmaker and now take it away from him as Myers loses the handle on it. J.J. Jordan with time running down, stops, pops, and the bank is open the bank at is open. <laughs> 7.41 at night. As J.J. Jordan, his third bucket of the evening, give him six. How about that? 14-0 run here for Burks Catholic. Running away with this. This is not what we anticipated here in the early goings. But here we are, a 13-point lead for the Saints going into the second quarter. More to come when we return on the Saints Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. 20-7, Burks Catholic on top of Twin Valley, and I tell you, this one uh, changed in a hurry. A 14-0 run here for Burks Catholic to finish off the first quarter. And currently on top by 13. Saints took an early 2-0 lead. Trailed 3-2 after an early three and now laying on the pressure thick against the Twin Valley Raiders. The that knocked away by Cuck out of bounds. It will stay with the home team. Cross-court passing is uh, a little sloppy today for Twin Valley. That's where a lot of these steals are coming from in these transition buckets. A lot of pressure here from the Saints as Jack Miller has checked back in. He takes the place of J.J. Jordan, which means we'll likely see a lot of uh, a heavy dose of Kingston McCoy ball handling. They'll swing it around into the corner. Do the Raiders. Now back up top to Zimmel. Zimmel has Parker Nine working on him. Pulls up his dribble. They'll work it around again, trying to flash down on the low block. A lot of movement here from the Twin Valley offense. And finally, a nice backdoor cut. Tracked down by Kevin Lawler. Gets the swat out of bounds. It'll belong to the Saints. How about that? Knocked off at Johnson. And it's Saints basketball. Great backdoor cut. Great pass. Even better block. It was a fantastic recovery there by Kevin Lawler. Miller working baseline, will dribble it out, and they'll swing it back around. Kingston McCoy on the opposite side. Now into Lawler. Lawler driving in. That one left hanging on the rim. Zimmel the board. Raiders will force the issue, trying to move. And slipping and falling is Johnson, but they will blame it on Kevin Lawler. So for Lawler, that'll be his second foul. And we'll see if head coach Snip Esterly, who, by the way, will be joining us post-game. Jerry got a hold of him nice. <laughs> during the JV game. Zimmel, butterfingers on him. It'll belong to the Saints. So I'm looking to see more out of Zimmel with those 18 points a game. I guess it's, it's coming on late this evening, but 
looking to see him. They, they need him out there right now. They really do. Jack Miller handling all the ball handling duties. Out top to Cook. Cook. Little fake out to McCoy here in the corner. That one a little too strong. Kevin Lawler grabbing the offensive board. Miller kicks it out to Cook. Cook. Nice. A little pump fake step back. That one's short. Parker Nine with the board. Nine eyeing up a three of his own. That one too strong. And finally, <laughs> a rebound by Johnson, and the Raiders will have life again. So three missed opportunities there by the Saints. Parker Nine once again draped all over Zimmel. Zimmel unable to handle the basketball there again. He'll try to move down into the low block. Puts up a right-handed shot in the low post and gets his second bucket. And that's what you got to see from Zimmel. Find your spot in the post and attack the smaller player. Well, the first bucket for Twin Valley, and uh, God, I, I wasn't keeping track Ages. of when their last bucket was, but it's been almost a full 10 minutes of game time. And a three up by Kevin Lawler, and down it goes. Kevin Lawler, his first bucket of the evening, and the largest lead of the night for the Saints. Currently sitting at 14, 23-9 with just over five to play here in the first half. Curious to see how Twin Valley responds while well, being down. Well, this one poorly. Zimmel throws it away. Gets beat along the baseline. Kevin Lawler driving baseline, getting two more. Tough bucket. Very tough bucket. Well, Kevin Lawler feeling it here after that second foul, saying, no, no, no. Coach, keep me in. <laughs> He's trying his best here. Five straight points for him. And now the Saints leading 25-9. to nine. So, so here we go again. See if they try to post up the big man and get the bucket down low. And I think that's the main adjustment that was just made by Twin Valley in those last couple of timeouts. Uh, Zemmel was floating up top, around the perimeter. He needs to get down low in the, pace, in the post and, and, and go to work down there. Well, no such luck here for uh, Kevin Lawler. Tried his best there. We'll get a little high five from assistant coaching staff and take a seat on the bench. J.J. Jordan will replace him, but Jordan will, from the looks of it, play a little off guard here as Jack Miller will continue to handle the basketball and Twin Valley will take a timeout here with 4.30 left to play, down by 16. Oh, not, a, not a completely insurmountable score, but they definitely got a long road ahead of them. Kevin Lawler scoring the last five points here for Berks Catholic, now leading once again by a sweet 16. But having to take a seat on the bench. Four fouls here for Berks Catholic. Plenty of fouls left to give here in the remaining minutes of the first half. But yeah, well done so far. Twin Valley, Zimmel right now with five points. He's had a bucket in each. He had that early three, and then most recently down there on the low block trying to play bully ball on on Lawler, and that's what their go-to has to be. Right? They got to get the ball down inside the Zimmel, let them go to work, whether it's Parker Nine, whether it's one of the McCoy brothers on him. Physically, he has the ability to dominate down there. He's well, they, just got to do it. They were able to spread it out a little bit and really get a, a nice ISO down on the low block for him to just go one-on-one. -on -one. Twin Valley coming out in zone. Jack Miller trying to break it. His three from the corner is no good. Tipped out the cuck. Now up to Jordan. Jordan at the top of the key, stops his dribble. Working baseline, Kingston McCoy, that three too strong. Ryan Cook nearly tipped it back in. He throws it back up and 
Well, that was not the way that they drew it up, but McCoy, his third bucket, give him six. And two of those buckets off of offensive rebounds, so second chance opportunities, transition points, really making a big difference for Burks Catholic. Josh McCoy, again, held scoreless. Actually, both of McCoys held scoreless in the first game that we announced against Allentown Central Catholic, and now they're combining for eight of Burks Catholic's 27 here in the first half. We can call that brotherly love. Myers weaving his way through the Saints defense, nearly throwing it away. Jordan, fantastic Quick job hands. by him. He has to look around, unable to finish in transition. That one tipped off of Jordan, and it will belong to Twin Valley. Twin Valley is just struggling with this pressure from Burks Catholic. Quick hands, fast-moving feet. They're all over the court out here, and it shows. Not a complete full-court press here, but... Miller will pick him up around the three-point line of Twin Valley. Thrown over to Johnson. Zimmel with Ryan Cuck on him. That's probably a much better matchup much for the Saints. Much better. Ryan Cuck, long, lanky, able to get a hand in Zimmel's face. Zimmel has a few pounds on him. But Cuck is what you would call wiry. But... Even more importantly, Zimmel is receiving the basketball well away from anywhere that he could possibly do something with it. And you're going to have Ryan Cuck called. Oh, no, you're going to have Zimmel called for the personal as wow. it was tipped away by Cuck going to chase after it, and they're going to call Zimmel for his first. And again, the movement of the ball on the perimeter seems to be a struggle for Twin Valley this evening. All of the tip passes are coming up top, so I wonder how they'll adjust to that and change. Gedio back in for Josh McCoy. Yeah, I, well, I think that if you're Snip Esterly, you are totally comfortable with Twin Valley's best scorer in Zimmel getting the ball so far away from any type of scoring position Definitely. that he either needs to make a play on a defender and beat them one-on-one -on -one far away from the basket to even get into a position to score. That's right. I mean, he's receiving it towards, towards midcourt, and... If that's you're getting the ball there, that's not a fantastic position. He's not getting it. Like you said, you saw what he did when he got it on the low block, and they are just continuously forcing him back towards midcourt, away from any type of scoring opportunity. Ryan Cuck eyeing up another three. That one's no good. Zimmel grabs the board. He'll run the court himself, crossing over the TV here at midcourt, going one-on-one -on -one down into the low block. A little spin move knocked away by Cuck. Long arms. Long arms, unable to finish. J.J. Jordan with it. Just inside the midcourt line, up by 18. As he drives in, slips a little bit, kicks it out to Gedio. Gedio, a little head fake. Three in the key. And we're going to have a three in the key call against Burks Catholic. It's Twin Valley. Trying to keep pace here, I think that they would be perfectly content with trying to narrow the margin to maybe 10, but that's going to be awfully difficult. Down by 18. Struggling to get No on the shot board. clock, by the way. So a three up, no good by Phillips. You're going to have a foul here on the Raiders trying to go after the offensive board. And we will have the whistle blown. It will belong to the Saints. All right, well. Twin Valley's body language is still good. They're not out of it. They're not 
feeling sorry for themselves. They just got to put a game plan together and execute out there. Good ball movement here by the Saints, working it around the perimeter from right to left in front of us. Ryan Cuck driving in, stops, pops, gets two more in the paint. And like you said, Cuck is getting to his spot. Um, like I said, you could mark it on the court. You could, you could, you could. And that's his probably third pull-up jumper that he's hit. And he is extraordinarily confident right now. His fourth bucket of the evening for eight. Like I said, just waiting for these guys to finally find their, their rhythm as Cuck unable to get the swipe and driving in is Zimmel. Zimmel, his third bucket. That's big boy work down low. That's where his bread well, is going that's, to be buttered. Well, and look at where he received the basketball. Way out. And yeah. if it wasn't for Ryan Cuck going for the swipe, would have looked a little bit different as Jerry needs to watch the equipment. Come on, Jerry. You can move faster than that, Jerry. And ends up losing his, uh, his phone in the process anyway. So Fumble on the play. Jerry, the hard luck loser here tonight. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ryan. 29-11. <laughs> Berks Catholic leading by 18. All right, full court pressure, quick yeah. steal. Quick steal, that one's going to rattle in. Kingston McCoy, his second bucket. Good play by the freshman, and let's get back on defense here. And see Zimmel bringing the ball up, that just perplexes me. An 11-4 run here following the Saints going on. Another steal. A 14-0 run. Fantastic job by Kingston McCoy. Wow. wow. Lays it off to Gettio. Gettio, his first bucket. Add that on to a pair of free throws. He has four. Lead is up to 22 as driving in is Zimmel. Zimmel will get credit for that one. A long Whoa. heave. Nearly banked in by Lawler from right close. in front of the scorer's table. But that will do it here for the first half. 33-13, Burks Catholic. Adding on to their lead here. Great work. They're up 18 to seven after one. Now leading 33-13 after two. We'll take a quick break to recap the first half and be back here on the Saints Sports Network. sports count on penn state health sports medicine to help you get back to doing what you love weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers they'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you same day and next day appointments available call penn state health sports medicine at 610 
310-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the old inn. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at Oli Valley Feed. And on Facebook. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of EXP Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Six minutes up on the clock. Burks Catholic leading by 20, 33-13 here at the end of the first half. And a 14-0 run changing the complexion of this game all in that first quarter is, well, we were kind of looking around saying, all right, Twin Valley's here to play. They're up 7-6, and then just like that, it turned into a 20-7 Saints lead, and they have not looked back. Yeah, it got dark pretty quick for Twin Valley out here today. (laughs) Uh, You know, and that's the best way that I could describe it, Ryan. When they came out... Everything looked good. The energy was there. The tenacity was there. All you heard was feet moving, hands waving. They really were in the game. And then slowly but surely, Burks Catholic began to pull away. Chip, 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 chip. Transition defense, transition baskets, steals. Twin Valley really needs to get that perimeter passing game under wraps and really get the turnovers under wraps. That's their biggest problem turnovers right now that was went thankfully went and took a quick look at the scorers table and i am glad that i did because uh have some changes to make here in my stat sheet and hopefully we'll be able to see that right corner now that i've been standing up for the uh rest of the broadcast but right now twin valley led by zimmel believe it or not he has 11 points he has 11 of the 13 of the 13 points twin valley 11. points myers with two in the first quarter uh, but Zimmel with 11. He had five in the first quarter, six 
in the second. So if you're Twin Valley's coach, the first thing you got to recognize and realize is that something is working well. Zimmel is working well. How it's is getting that? Zimmel in scoring positions. Let's put it that way. So, you know, more, 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 more of that is what Twin Valley needs to do, along with just cleaning up some things and looking a little bit more polished on offense. So let's see what happens out here in the second half. And make, go out there and make it respectable. You know, it, it's, a, it, it's a game, and I'm sure the kids want to compete at the highest level possible, and they do not look like they're giving up whatsoever. So I'm looking to see more dog come out of them in the second half. Twin Valley 0-3 coming in, Burks Catholic 2-0. Going in polar opposite directions here, but, you know, anything can happen once you start getting into section play. And, you know, if you're Burke's Catholic, this is pretty much exactly the way that you uh, drew it up. It's a polar opposite to the first game that we called last Friday. Definitely. Uh, where they struggled out of the gate against Allentown Central Catholic. Finally got things moving the, in the second half after, uh, quite honestly, benching J.J. Jordan. You didn't That's see right. an awful lot of Ryan Cuck as they didn't have their sea legs under him. And they ended up uh, relying on some other steady hands. Uh, from some other seniors to, to get things started. But, you know, for uh, for Burks Catholic here tonight, it's a well-balanced effort. I don't know how else to say it. You have six different players scoring for the Saints, led in tandem uh, by two guys that you needed to get started. And That's they're right. the guys that I just mentioned, J.J. Jordan, Ryan Cook, both of them with eight points here uh, after 16 minutes of play. Yeah, playing really well, playing together in sync. And just defensively outgunning their opponent. I mean, there's no other way to say it. And meanwhile, you have uh, Josh McCoy with six, Kevin Lawler with five, and then Kingston McCoy and Jackson Gedio both with four. And then Jerry also uh, keeping track of some other stuff here for us. Maybe Might if I would turn on you. my mic, what there do you, you think? Go. Well, gentlemen, I, I just want to throw some, uh, some thank yous out the folks here at Twin Valley, including Superintendent uh, Patrick Winters, Principal of the High School, Bill McClellan, A.D. Taylor Tomlinson, Allie over at the ticket booth, she was a sweetheart, and Rich, the security man. They, everybody we've come into contact with here has been really nice and helpful and can't do enough. And I believe that comes from the top uh, down, knowing Dr. Winters from his day in Exeter, Everybody here is awesome. Well, you know, you get some uh, some good places to travel to. You get some bad ones. There's Nate this time uh, playing defense to save my computer. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, man, just trying to play my part, fellas. Just trying to play my part. Now we've uh, we've been to some really good spots. Obviously, I wish that we weren't stuck in the corner somewhere, but. You know, you look at the uh, the small bleachers that they have here, and it kind of is what it is. Hey, you know what, Ryan? We won't complain. I'll take it. We won't complain. Because I'm what saying are we doing the, here, gentlemen? There, there's plenty of room here at midcourt if they wanted yeah. to squeeze in a table. But I guess. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll make it's, a note it's of it. It's not as bad as Conrad Weiser, who I felt like I was calling that one from the hallway. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> we were in a hallway. We were practically in a hallway. That one... Not not the most memorable experience, but uh, usually everybody's more than cordial to have us. Yeah, no, everybody is usually really good. There's only a couple of schools that have given us any kind of flack whatsoever. And a lot Twin of that was Valley's during COVID. Twin Valley's not one of them. Say and that a lot again. of that was during COVID. And, and a lot of that was due to me. Mm -hmm. but, <laughs> but listen, maybe we send Ryan in next time to talk well, to Well, if him, you look Jerry, at the New York know. Times soon, you'll, you'll see Jerry's name plastered on the no, front page, stop, maybe. No, stop it, stop it. <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Um, 
now. But, uh, you know. Yeah. We're going to have to tell Rich, the security guy, down in front. You know? <laughs> He's doing rich. No, we're, uh, we're generally treated well everywhere that we go. There are some places that, uh, you know, we, we struggle with. But, uh, like I said, a lot of that was COVID, and we're unable to, uh, to jump in with, uh, like, Governor Mifflin was very strict with COVID protocols. Redding was very strict with COVID protocols. Wilson was very strict with COVID protocols, and they stuck us up in, uh, on the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we can't even get in at Wilson. I can't. Wow. I can't remember. Uh, was it Wilson where they, they offered to have us, like, in a classroom or something, like, outside of the track oh, calling? Oh, no. That was Schuylkill Valley. Schuylkill Valley. Yeah, they were like, oh, we don't know where to put you, but you can uh, call from this classroom that has a window that you can see the, uh, the court from a little far away. But back underway here is J.J. Jordan swooping in and getting to an acrobatic finish for the senior guard. It's almost too easy for J.J. Jordan driving inside like that. The first Saint in double figures as Zimmel leading all scorers with 11. Driving in on the left-hand side, putting it up with the right is Phillips. Phillips, his first bucket. Lead still stands at 20 for the Saints. J.J. Jordan. Driving in, stops, has to kick it back out. He'll swing it around into the corner. Now back to Jordan. Jordan, spin move in, no look pass down low. Count it, Count the and puck. one. As Jackson Gettio now with six, the recipient of some fancy pass in there from J.J. Jordan. So the drive by Jordan was amazing as he, he almost hooked his defender, drove to the bucket, and then with the quick dish to, to Jackson, for the M1 here, so that's what you want to see. You want to see your senior guard and J.J. Jordan finally get his sea legs underneath him. That one no good. Lead stands at 22 for the Saints. Swinging back across midcourt, Phillips bringing the ball up for him. 37-15. Third quarter action here of their Section two opener. Is everybody getting underway here tonight? Except for Exeter. They get the uh, the night off. Good thing too. Darren's on vacation. That one a little too strong. Able to grab his own board as Phillips. Oh, restart the offense. Zimmel getting down on the low block. Again. And Gedio called for the personal two at the line coming up for Zimmel. One of the most important things you just said was Zimmel on the low block. Um, He's down there. He's, he's a force to be reckoned with, and we just need to see more of it. Just like I said, see more of it. it's a lot of just where he's receiving the basketball. Right. You know, that one was kind of outside the run of play as he misses the first. Hits the front of the rim and, and out. Um, that one was kind of against the, the run of play, as, you know, to utilize a soccer term. It was, a, exactly. it was an offensive rebound, kind of broken, uh, and he ends up getting in a low block, unable to finish both at the line. Um, but, you know, generally during... Their half-court sets, their half-court offense. You have Burks Catholic pushing him out, so he's receiving the basketball well away from scoring position. And, you know, if you're Burks Catholic, you're perfectly, perfectly content. Perfectly fine with that. With uh, allowing that in the half-court set as J.J. Jordan stopped by the rim, ends up getting the swipe, kicks it out. Jack Miller a three. That one off back iron. Twin Valley has that one tipped. J.J. Jordan able to swipe it. Tipped. First by Gettio. Gettio 
getting it back from Jordan, who saves it from going out of bounds. They get it ahead to Cuck, who figure rolls it in. So out of the first four positions for Twin Valley, one turnover, one transition bucket. That's better than the first half. Yeah, they've not been getting an awful lot out of their half-court sets. As that was a actually fantastic read down to the low block for Myers, but he has to give it up. Now gets it back in front of his own bench. Miller picks his pocket. Now to Jordan in transition, has to stop, spins, floater no good. Zimmel grabbing the board. Zimmel in transition, going one-on-one -on -one against Gedio. Fantastic job by Gedio. They're unable to finish. Once, twice, Shaneman no good. Johnson grabs the offensive board. Now Zimmel. Zimmel going in amongst the trees, and he will finish. So you had one, two, three, four Twin Valley players there. Uh, when you have numbers like that, you got to finish. I mean, thanks for the hustle and the offensive rebounds on that one. Handful of offensive boards there for Twin Valley. And finally, he gets Zimmel down low, and he's going to finish. And a traveling violation called on Josh McCoy trying to enter the lane. Lead standing at 22, 39, 17, 445 left here in the third. Set a 14-0 run in the spanning the first and second quarters. Turn the tide on what was a 7-6 Twin Valley lead, and before they blinked, it was 20-7. Zimmel driving nice in, working on the low block against Ryan Cuck. Left feeling rejected. Cuck up top to Jordan. Now working down low, Gedio on the low post, kicks it out to Ryan Cuck, and silky smooth from Ryan Cuck beyond there the arc. His first triple of the day, and honestly just the second of the game for Burks Catholic. They've been doing all this inside the arc. They now lead their largest of the game, 42-17. Yeah, it's, it's the driving, the penetrating, and again, here's another steal. McCoy, oh, there's the dunk and the slam by McCoy. Athleticism written all over that kid. That one, a lazy pass from Zimmel gets picked off by McCoy going coast to coast. And just like that, Burks Catholic up their largest lead. I just said it a moment ago, but now it's true again. Up by 27 <laughs> with 342 remaining here in the third. Well, again, another blaring or glaring example. Turnover, transition bucket, Big-time dunk by McCoy, and, you know, after a while, it's hard to get any of that momentum back, you know. Um, just seeing that out there, that's that's tough to deal with, but they got to clean up. They got to tighten up a little bit, Ryan. Got to tighten up. It's not the first time that Zimmel has thrown that pass and gotten it, gotten it picked off. He was Correct. literally standing right in front of us trying to throw it to the top of the key, and it's just a poor angle and one that's easily read, and, when it's easily read like that, like it was yeah. by Josh McCoy, Definitely. you're off to the races one-on-one, -on -one, and you know, in this you, case, he had nobody in front of him. You throw that type of pass, and it's, it's cookies. It gets picked off uh -huh. quickly. Cookies is what we call it. What's it called? Cookies. Cookies. Oh, cookies. There you go. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> well, and... And what could be a teachable moment here for Twin Valley? We saw it in the first game where Snip Esterly is not shy to, uh, you know, have J.J. Jordan take a seat on the bench. And three put up by uh, Alcamp, his first bucket. And listen to that crowd come alive for Twin Valley. That's what they want to see. 
But uh, Zimmel currently taking a seat on the bench. So Berks Catholic a chance to extend their lead here. Josh McCoy spinning in down on the left block, has to kick it out. Miller from the left corner, that one's short. Another offensive rebound for McCoy. Well done by Josh McCoy. Fouled from behind going up. And he'll go to the line to shoot two. And if I'm not mistaken, that's four offensive rebounds for Josh McCoy. That's a big-time stat right there. I keep track of points. I go absolutely batty trying to well, do play-by-play -play and uh, keep track of assists, fouls. And, and when I look at that, what, points, it, boards. what yeah. it tells me is second-chance opportunity scoring. That's what that is. That's a big, big thing for Berks Catholic in this game, in any game, not just for Berks Catholic, for any of these kids playing high school basketball. Second-chance opportunities are golden out there. Some wholesale changes here for the Saints, says Kingston McCoy, Kevin Lawler, Parker Nine all checking in. That one no good as McCoy gets one of two. Nice look. Fantastic look on the low block, finding a streaking Phillips did Josh Myers, unable to finish. Once again, big old Euro step, and Josh McCoy feeling it now. Yeah, it's tough to stop that, tough to stop that. 11 points for Josh McCoy, and the lead's back to 27. Three put up by Myers, that one no good, and we're going to have push a push-off foul as Johnson called for the personal. Got that rebound a little too easily. Just the third personal here for Twin Valley. So at what point in time, if you're Twin Valley, do you start to press? I mean, what do you have to lose well, here? When are you looking to get some of your transition buckets on the board here? Just, just my personal thoughts, Ryan. Well, J.J. Jordan walks it up, and he's not going to be met until he hits the three-point line. Nine kicks it out to Jordan. Jordan fakes a three, kicks it out. Kingston McCoy drops it off to his brother Josh, and Josh is fouled going up. Another trip to the charity stripe for Josh McCoy. All right, let's see if McCoy can knock this down. McCoy, one and two at the line just a few short moments ago as he is now taking control of the Saints offense with just one other starter and J.J. Jordan in the game. So he's now responsible for the last four points. Make it five. Make it five. Largest lead now sitting at 29 points with 2.07 remaining in the third quarter. More crisp passing here to the top of the key as Phillips streaking in and gets two more. Good job by Twin Valley in that possession. Good ball movement, great cut to the basket and the score. Just a direct play there from Phillips. He got it at the top of the key and he knew where he was going with it as McCoy is fouled. Foul's going to be on the floor as he loses the ball. Jack Miller will check in. He'll take J.J. Jordan's place. So back to uh, still two starters in the game. Trading one starter for another. Jack Miller, a quiet game here. No points on the board for him. As they try to throw it up to Josh McCoy. Underneath the basket, unable to hang on. Mm. That one a poor pass. 
picked off. Now back the other way. Kingston McCoy fouled, wow. but On the floor. don't count the bucket. But on the floor, and it is yet another personal foul here for Twin Valley. They're up to six. Freshman getting a lot of minutes this evening and playing with uh, just poise, under control. Foul number six. Yeah, it looks like they're actually sending Kingston McCoy to the line for a freebie here. Gets the first. I didn't uh, catch if there was a clear path foul. I didn't think so. Or it wasn't was it clear. It, it I wasn't didn't. clear path, but yeah, it was. I don't know if there was a uh, technical afterwards, which there must have been. As a little bit of jawing out there. Yeah, Kingston McCoy. I don't think Elmont was particularly uh, happy with the with the foul call, and I guess jawing off afterwards will get you, uh, you know. <laughs> Two freebies at the line and the ball back if you're the Saints. Now the yeah. lead. I'm just going to stop saying it because now the lead at 29. Still it's the uh, yes. largest of the game. It's a big lead. It's a big lead. <laughs> More than doubling up Twin Valley on their home court here in Morgantown. Josh McCoy picks up his dribble, handoff to Jack Miller. Miller pump fakes all around up top to Kingston McCoy. Kingston driving in. Unable to finish. So and his brother Josh sure can. Offensive rebound number five for Josh McCoy. Josh McCoy now with nine points in the third quarter. That would almost lead all scores just in the game alone. It's a nice cut inside the lane. Spinning, getting two is Phillips. Big time Phillips bucket. has come alive here. His third bucket of the third quarter. Give him six in total. And he'll have a chance at seven at the stripe. And that spark by Phillips is well received by Twin Valley and uh, definitely needed out there. Anything to get the group going, restore some of that confidence, and try to get some momentum on their side. Phillips to the stripe. That one's short. Kingston McCoy grabbing the rebound. Up top the to Parker nine. Josh McCoy. Nine again, taking the pick from Josh McCoy. A little sloppy passing there. It'll be back to McCoy in the far right corner. Now driving baseline, trying to kick it. Knocked away by Almont. Or sorry, Alcamp. Clock continuing to run here. As the Twin Valley coach now... Uh, we're going to have a... Foul here on Twin Valley trying to inbound it. And clock is running. Must be at a running clock. The uh, Twin Valley coach went over to the scorer's table trying to sort it out, and they just kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, nah, running clock. The hands emoji, huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. We can get home and, uh, you know, watch some TV before bed. Maybe I'll see my wife and kids. Told my kids I wouldn't see them before they went to bed tonight, and well, if we have a running clock here in the fourth, that will not be true. I will see my kids. We'll take a quick break and be right back. 53-24, entering the fourth quarter when we return on the Saints Sports Network.
new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. A 29-point advantage here for the Saints coming back in. Final eight minutes up on the board. As I doubt this one's going to extra time. Jerry plays that music going to break. I just can't stop dancing. Great look. <laughs> ah, nice finish. job by Phillips. Cutting to the basket, unable to get two. Parker 9, turnaround jumper from the left block. That one a little too strong. Going back with it is Myers. Myers, a little drop off pass. They'll swing it up top of Phillips. Alcamp. Back to Myers. Now to Phillips. First time I heard the cheerleaders this evening. Been a while. Blue Valley, some crisp passing here as Phillips driving in. Floater, no good. Nine the board. Miller stops, pops just inside the arc, no good. Lawler grabbing the rebound, tries to throw it back up and fouled it doing so. He'll go to the line, shooting two. Well, and if you're, you're Burks Catholic right now, you get a chance to work on some things, work on some sets, try out some different things, a couple different lineups, see who meshes well together. We're still early in the season for these guys, so... Uh, take advantage of the, the lead that you have and get the work in, get it done. Lawler missing the first. Lawler, his first trip to the charity stripe all season here. Averaging 7.5 points per game. Looks Almost like right on that mark as he has five here tonight. Misses the second. Offensive rebound by Parker Nine. Back to Lawler. Lawler, a little fake. Now setting a screen for nine. Nine almost loses the handle on that one. Now back to Lawler. Kingston McCoy will come and settle down the offense. There's the big man down low, feed him. Works Catholic throwing in some, uh, some new faces as well here as we get into the fourth. That's always kind of the fun part of these games. Nine unable to finish. Diaz into the game for the first time, looking to see if they get him involved down low. Diaz, number 50. We saw him a handful of times last, last year. So I believe that was Myers hitting the triple. Saints, another turnover. As both teams will likely empty the bench a bit here. They'll swing it around, throwing up a three. That one off the mark. Well, we can say this, less turnovers this half for Twin Valley. They did improve in that aspect. Lawler Big time dialing shot. it up from long range. His second three of the game. And he the Saints are just eight. playing with confidence, extreme confidence out there. You can see it. Lawler hit two threes against Cedar Crest, matching that mark here tonight. Also Mark matching his season high with eight points. 
thinking three and finally dialing one up. That one no good by Shaneman. McCoy looking down low for Diaz. Diaz has a certain size advantage. Another three put up. Nice shot. Burke's Catholic running away with this one. Good old number zero. Finding his stroke there. I believe that's Komodo. Kamoro. Another three from the corner. That one airballed. Diaz the board. All right, let's see the ball movement here by the Saints. Head coach Snip Esterly will take a timeout just to uh, make a handful of adjustments here. I will now need to, usually I know everybody entering the game, but I will now need to refer back to the, uh, to the roster. Sorry, that was Armani Dominguez hitting the three. Good shot by him. A handful of uh, substitutions. Aiden Gaffney will check in as well. Like I said, some invaluable experience here for some of these kids coming off the bench. Yeah, some of the young guys go out there and, you know, get your feet wet. Get your feet wet out there. Nothing compares to game time experience. You can run drills and practice all day long, but until you hit the hardwood, None of that really matters. Top to Dominguez. Nice drive. And the finish. Drive and the finish by Parker Nine, his first bucket. Lead now sitting at 34, its largest. Beautiful pass. That three put up and off the well, glass. How about that from the left corner? Hitting it off the glass. You don't see that very often. Well, and it was high off the glass. It almost looked like a, a Kyrie Irving layup high off the glass from, from a three-point shot. I've uh, never seen anything like that before. I'll tell you, I uh, do not have a number 15 on the roster. So we ran into that a handful of times last year. Diaz uh, in the post, using his size, not able to finish. This one going to stay with the Saints as they will make one final substitution here is likely as Parker Nine will check out. <laughs> Do not have a uh, an updated boys roster, so some of these numbers honestly not even on the boys basketball roster. And 15 is a long, lanky player. I shouldn't call him lanky. He's just a long athlete out there. Here's to see what he looks like running the floor in space. Devin Garcia checking in. Yeah, there's a number 34 out here for uh, for Burke's Catholic that I do not have on our roster. So apologies, friends, family, Woo! countrymen. They're also not announcing them coming into the game. So Myers had a nice crossover driving to the lane, but uh, met Diaz in the in the post, and Diaz just wasn't having it. Foul or no foul, uh, he he gave it all he could. Myers, his first trip. It's the first. Myers now with six. Big number 50 into the game for Twin Valley. Evan Myers, his first trip to the line at all this year out of three games. Misses the second. Garcia the board. 
And we'll try to find number 34 for our next game. We'll get it. Driving in, getting two is Dominguez. His second bucket give him five. Lead back to 33. 2.08 left to play here in the fourth. Twin Valley, some starters, some backups sprinkled in. So am yeah. I am I not mistaken, we haven't seen Zimmel pretty much the whole second half almost, right? Yeah, he was pulled out after kind of throwing his hands up in frustration after a bad pass here in front of us, and that was enough to uh, to send him on the bench. I mean, he's he's thrown on his uh, his warm up. Everybody else is in their jerseys, ready to come back in, and he's currently over there, uh, not anticipating returning. Well, if that doesn't tell you the story, I don't know what else does. At any rate, uh, intrigued in the game right now. Number fifty for Twin Valley, nice kid, big size. I want to see him give him the ball in the post, let him go to work. What do we got to lose here? Clock continuing to run, 110 remaining. As Berks Catholic can pretty much just let this one run out, but you know that's not going to happen with some kids coming yeah. off the bench. Somebody's got time to shine, baby. Somebody's got to chuck something up. And I don't blame them. Get on the board. Get on the board. Now's not Over the to time Gaffney. to be passive. Gaffney wow. drains a three. The bench goes wild. And not for nothing. That was about that was a deep three. That was about that was an NBA range three. Exactly. That's three, four feet behind the line there. And again, Burks Catholic shooting with confidence out there. Gaffney maybe a little overcooked on the uh, defensive end here, called for the blocking foul. Twin Valley will take it underneath their own basket here with 28.3 remaining. I guess the clock continuing to run after made baskets in this case. That one stopping Gaffney, nearly coming up with the swipe. All under 20 seconds left to play. Burks Catholic will improve to 3-0 here to start the season. Twin Valley dropping to 0-4. But more importantly, getting a good start here to begin section play. As they will stop the clock and... Two at the stripe upcoming for Twin Valley's number 15. I'm liking number 15. The more I look at him and I see him. Once again, I don't have a number 15 on their roster either, but I like tall, his, lanky, good head of hair. I like it. So, <laughs> you know so if you know who I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. that might be your kid. Yeah. If that's your kid, he looks good out there. But his game <laughs> kind of reminds me of a Lamar Odom type game, almost like a uh, – Small forward slash point guard type of game almost. Oh, we're just pulling names out of a hat now. Well, you know. <laughs> Our security it's man, Rich, told me that uh, he's a JV player. There you oh, go. Okay, okay. Well, nice to see the young man get some minutes out here for the varsity. So with that clock continuing to run, that will do it. A 34-point victory here tonight for Burks Catholic. They shut off the scoreboard already. That was quick. <laughs> all I know is that we scored 66 points. All work backwards from there. But a 34-point victory here for Catholic once again. Continuing their undefeated stretch here to begin the season, their first victory in section play. As they continue on next week, we'll talk about what happened in this one, plus upcoming next week uh, when we return here on the Saints Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. 
Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. Birdies has open mic night, dancing to the oldies night, Monday and Thursday wing nights, and musical acts playing two times a week. And with the NFL Sunday ticket and 22 TVs, there's no chance you're going to miss a single game. Sports, music, great food and drinks. What more do you need? Birdies reminds you to always have fun and be kind. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road. There's always something new at the Old Inn. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. I did the math. It was a 66-32 final score. (laughs) 66-32. Like I said, they uh, turn off the scoreboard and get out of here. I'm surprised that they haven't shut the lights off already while people are still here. But, uh, yeah, I'd be eager to get out the door, too, as uh, Berks Catholic ran away with this one. A 14-0 run in the first half. They were down 7-6 to very early on mm-hmm. after uh, trading some buckets to start the game. And uh, after that, a 14-0 run. They ended up going on top by 13-20-7. And uh, at that point, it was pretty much all she wrote because they ended up, uh, you know, going up 29-9, and that was, uh, that was pretty much it. But... We have uh, head coach Snip Esterly here with us, joining the broadcast. Give him a minute to get the headset situated. There we go. Thank I can you, hear coach. You. Welcome. How you doing? Probably not as good as you right now. <laughs> a, uh, a section victory to start off the season here. Well, we kind of expected it. Uh, we, 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 if we, if we played like we, 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 we I think we can. Sure. I thought we would be in good shape. And uh, they started out really nice, and uh, they got a lead on us, you know, early on. But then, uh, you know, we won by 30, but we had an off-night shooting, believe it or not. Mm. Our three-point guys just didn't have it tonight. No, no. Surprisingly enough, yeah, Jack Miller held scoreless, came in leading uh, leading the team with uh, with 12 points a game and ended up, uh, well, not, not scoring at all. Yeah. But the good thing was you had two guys in J.J. Jordan and Ryan Cuck who kind of needed to get started a little bit, and I think that they did uh, certainly that here well, tonight. I, I think uh, J.J.'s getting he'll, – he'll get better and better since football's over because, you know what, when he handles the ball 20 – you know, he did everything for the football team, sure. and, you know, you, you're getting banged up football-wise for Beat three down. straight yeah. months. Oh, yeah. And then Ryan was – you know, I can say this because he, he was under the weather. We, we, we were thinking that Ryan possibly he, – he was sick for a good week and a half. Sure. And he's – this was his full, first full uh, time back, uh, which, which is great for us. He Cer- looked, he looked certainly good, looked it, too. Yeah, yeah, he, he, was, really uh, he was really aggressive on the offensive end, especially to start the game. Our, our first two games, he had no energy at all, and you could see it. And that's mm-hmm. why I was kept on subbing him in and subbing him out. Coach, question for you. Talk to me about the what really stood out to me this evening was the transition 
defense and the points off of that defense. Talk to me about that and how that helped you guys really get into a groove offensively and just kind of stiff arm that team. We're really working on trying to deny that first pass, putting pressure on the ball. I think we have good guards that can do that, and then and then our guard forwards, and we got to get up on people. And you've seen the kind of havoc it, 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 it created. The other thing I was going to ask you. I counted five offensive rebounds for Josh McCoy this evening. Can you speak to us about the second-chance opportunities and having that type of rebounding on your team? He's got great length. He's going to help us tremendously this year, uh, mm -hmm. both defensively and on the boards. So that's what he's got to do for us. And uh, you know what? He's got great length, and that's why he gets the offensive boards. Speaking of McCoy's, the freshman playing with extreme composure today, Talk about that and what it's like to have a kid that young go out there and play as if he's a sophomore or junior. As a freshman, his floor game is phenomenal. He, I, he really understands the game, and he's just going to get better and better and better. I, I was told about him. I said, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I heard this. <laughs> he can play. He he's can. just And he's improving his outside shot as well. And when he gets that down, he's, he's going to be a tough, tough player to play. And uh, just briefly, we can touch on some of uh, maybe some of the unsung players that uh, we didn't necessarily expect an awful lot from uh, coming into this season. You have Jackson Gettio, you have, uh, you know, Kevin Lawler, you have Parker Nine, but all of them kind of uh, pulling together, doing their part here in the early goings for you. Right now we're going eight deep. And, and yeah. I, I stated this to uh, Paul Roberts before that if our players, they, they buy into it where their minutes are going to be less. Their scoring averages are going to be down, but we're going to be a better team because we can we can play those three guys. Sure. They give they gave the first two the first game of the year they won it for us. Our they bench did. won it for us, and uh, uh, and that's they give us a spark off the bench. The, you know, like Kevin and, and Parker, they, boy, they got, they're like the energy bunny man. I mean, exactly. both of them got <laughs> they just. <laughs> Well, in your first game of the season, Parker and I came off the bench with nine points, and he was part of a big spark in the second half that really changed the course of that game. So I understand exactly what you're saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, those three, those three coming off the bench are a great spark for us. Well, yeah, so 34-point uh, victory here tonight. You get back at it next week. And, we got, uh, yeah, we got Dr. Error, I think, on Monday. I'm not sure who we have on Tuesday. One game at a time. One game at a time. We'll go with that. Coach Franklin, one at a time. All right. Well, thank you so much. Well, I appreciate it, Coach guys. Esterly, thanks, thanks for coming, coming on. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks man. for stopping thanks by. For Pleasure to meet you today. Thank you. You betcha. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. 66-32, your final. Yeah, we can go through some of this. You know, Josh McCoy leading the way, leading all scorers with 15 points. And then you had Ryan Cuck with 13, J.J. Jordan with 10. Mm -hmm. And then we start working into Kevin Lawler with 8, Kingston McCoy with 6, Jackson Gedio with 6, uh, Dominguez with 5 off the bench, and then 9 and Gaffney uh, with 2 and 3 points, respectively. On the uh, on the flip side for Twin Valley, I mean, there's really not that much to talk about. I, I honestly stopped keeping stats after a while. We, we can try our best, Ryan. <laughs> we can try our best. Get a kid some love. Uh, you, know? you had Zimmel. Who had 11 points in the first half. But, yeah. again, a lot of that was coming off of, uh, you know, either broken plays, offensive rebounds. Uh, it was not necessarily coming out of the half-court set. I think Burks Catholic did a fantastic job forcing him to receive the ball Up well top. outside. Yeah. You know, you're constantly, you know, following him around the court. He's not getting it in scoring positions. You're trying to make sure that he's not getting it on the low block. He's not getting it at the three-point line. Whenever he gets it, at the three-point line, and he doesn't have to do an awful lot of work. 
That's when he was scoring his points here tonight. He came in averaging 18, finishes with 13 because he was subbed out early in the second half after a bad pass and uh, maybe uh, a shrug of the shoulders. And uh, <laughs> if you're a coach, like I said, we've seen head coach, uh, we've seen Snip do it before that he will pull J.J. Jordan. Him he did it in the first game uh, and say, you know, this is a learning experience for you. I've saw it, I saw it last year that he is not afraid to say, you know what, you're going to take a seat and you're going to learn from this experience. And hopefully going forward for Twin Valley, you kind of get the same for Zimmel. We'll see them a little bit later this year, um, and we'll see if anything has changed in the meantime. But I'd love to be a fly on the wall to actually know why Zimmel was sat down <laughs> for the rest of that game. You know, when, when you got your best player out there, even if he's not playing well and he's in kind of a mental funk, I think you either got to coach him through that or old Phil Jackson style, allow him to stay out there and work through it himself, work through it with his teammates. To sit your best player down doesn't make complete sense to me, but I, again, I'd love to be a fly on the wall and hear exactly what <laughs> happened. And he's probably saying, Coach, why don't you feed me in the post? I'm getting busy down low, and I'm not getting rocked down there. So I can see some of the frustration that he might have felt. That was also a game that was already out of hand. It was. So at that point. <laughs> it was. It was. All right. Yeah, I yeah. can kind of see it. If it was a much closer game, yeah, maybe the coach would bend a little bit. I think that he has a little bit of uh, leeway here tonight to he's, say, he's you know what, the next one. you're going to sit on the bench for the rest of the night, and that's just the way that's going to be. But he's a great talent. I mean, you're going to see him tear up Section 2. You're going to see him tear up Burks. Um, you know, you can certainly see the spark that he has out on the floor. He's able to bang down low. He's able to hit from outside. Uh, he's a fantastic talent here for Twin Valley, but unfortunately when maybe that's the only, like, you know, starting talent that you do have on this team. They can't yeah. go eight deep uh, in the way that Burks Catholic can that, you know, uh, head coach uh, Snip Asterly, uh alluded to during his interview. Uh, it's kind of what you're going to get. So that's why Twin Valley is now 0-4, Burks Catholic 3-0. Again, next week uh, they are – at home on Monday in a game that we will bring to you here on the St. Sports Network. They are at Conrad Weiser on Tuesday. We will not bring that game to you. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have a borough council meeting, so that uh, kind of went, all right, maybe we're not doing that away game. Uh, but then we will have uh, at Exeter on Thursday, as I will bring that to you with Darren Ziner. We will probably do uh, split duties like we did during football season. That We'll each call a quarter and flip back and forth. Uh, but for and that confuse one, confuse everybody. Confuse everybody. <laughs> it's the Exeter Sports Network. It's the Saints Sport Sports Network. That night, it's everybody's sports network. We'll, we'll get it together. Should be probably a fun on game. Channel One. Um, but yeah, that one uh, in Riften on Thursday, and that's what the uh, next week kind of looks like. We will not also. Uh, there's a game on the 30th, uh, or should I say, the following week, Thursday, Friday, uh, at Trinity and at Ferris Academy as part of Trinity's shootout. And Ryan, the girls game. Mm. We do have the Monday girls game. Night. We do have the girls game Monday night at Muhlenberg. Yep. That uh, Darren Ziner will be taking uh, taking control of for us. And speaking of the girls game, I'm not sure if there's uh, an update on that one. As uh, I can't find any. We had to uh, we had to pick and choose unfortunately and like I said it was yep. it's easier to uh, we're calling eleven boys and seven girls games this year and just the way that the uh, the schedule shook out, it's much easier to uh, to reschedule a girls' game. So right. that one uh, still is a TBD as to when that one will be made up, but we will make it up uh, to the girls' team and call those seven games for them. 
So yeah, anything else to add, Nate, uh, before we uh, we sign it off? No, that's that's it. Uh, just glad to be here, working with you gentlemen, enjoying the game, enjoying calling the game, and just giving my two cents. And uh, we'll we'll see them next week. Back at it. We're yeah. enjoying your two cents, Nate. So you know. Oh well, man, you, you make me feel like my two cents is worth a nickel, Jerry. <laughs> you make me feel like make me feel like it's worth a nickel, Jerry. Man, I tell you, man, I tell you. Good God. Uh, taking a look at that girls' game, uh, Sean McBrien for the uh, MikeDragoSports.com and uh, former uh, Reading Eagle reporter Sean McBrien used to handle uh, Reading United as well an awful lot. Uh, currently works down in Lancaster and kind of freelances on the side here with Mike Drago. Uh, but that one, more exciting game than this one, let me tell you. <laughs> that one, at the end of three quarters, uh, Burks Catholic and Wilson tied at 27. So, wow. Wow. I'm not saying that we made the wrong decision. I'm just saying that 34-point uh, victory, and that one is tied going into the uh, fourth quarter. We'll, uh, we'll see how head coach Bob Birmingham uh, is able to hopefully pull out a victory there for the uh, Lady Saint Thank Saints. Uh, but as for this one, like I said, 66-32, your final score. The uh, Check off that first uh, section victory here for the Saints tonight. Again, moving to 3-0, continuing next week. We will have uh, Monday night against Octorera right here on the Saints Sports Network. And then, once again, we have Thursday at Exeter. That one will be on one of these sports networks, probably Exeter. You'll join us there. Probably. But either way, the game's getting handled. Uh, and you can find us on uh, jgmedia.us. And we'll be doing plenty of uh, promotion of all of we most certainly nice. will. Nice, nice. You'll so. be here Monday, correct? Yes, I will okay. be here Monday. All right. All right. It's on the calendar. Okay. If the wife got, she has it on the calendar, it's official. <laughs> so I'll be here. I put it up on the whiteboard at home. I have the, Amen. I have the whiteboard. Amen. I change the dates all the time. I try to do it on a daily basis so my wife knows where I'm going to be at, at all times. Yeah. Keep track of me. You know, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I ran a schedule or coordinated anything like that. I get the information. I, just, I, I get it asked to her. her. It gets posted. I asked, I asked my wife, Jerry wants me to do 18 games. Can I do 18 games? And she said, <laughs> yeah, you can do a full 18-game schedule. So She's such a good wife. Man. Doing 18 games. but uh, Next year it'll be 20. Next year? I, I'm, I'm making a joke. <laughs> the more to marry you, Jerry. The more to marry you. <laughs> and next year I'll be divorced. So <laughs> oh, <you know. laughs> That makes it easier. Hey, I'll have more free time. The kids will be split 50-50. And oh, man. I'll be able, and I'll also be uh, looking for extra scratch next year. So yeah. I forget the name of the <laughs> song. Child but support. I forget the name of the song. but I My wife makes more than me. <laughs> they say it's cheaper to keep her, man. So you know, rethink that. Rethink that. Uh, no. I love my wife, and I'm pretty sure that she loves me. Oh, and we do have a final score update. Talk long enough, and ye shall receive. Burks yes. Catholic winning over Wilson, 43-34. Molly nice. McFadden with 13. Sydney Corrado with 11 to lead the Saints. And freshman uh, Lila Jones with 18 to lead all scorers and the Bulldogs. But the freshman who cares? 18. They lost by nine. Burks Catholic. <laughs> a good night for BC. Pulling out a fantastic victory over the Bulldogs uh, in, uh, in Reading here tonight. So. Yep. But again, this one, uh, a comfortable 34-point victory. A fantastic win for the Saints as they move forward in their season. 
but yeah, thank you to uh, to Nate for joining us. Thank you to Jerry th for uh, throwing all this together. Thank you to Twin Valley for being fantastic yes, hosts. Sir. Yes, sir. And uh, thank you to all of our sponsors for uh, helping to make all this possible. And thank you to our listeners for uh, tuning in, as always. So we'll see you Monday night against Dr. Rara and Thursday next week against Exeter. But from myself here, uh, Ryan Line, we were from Morgantown. Good night. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Burke's Catholic Boys Basketball on the Saint Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center, on the web at PennStateHealth.org, and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellert Media. Good night.